Welcome to the V-Realize Automation Ask an Expert podcast, helping you integrate, streamline, and modernize your digital infrastructure. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode number three of our brand new Ask an Expert podcast series here with V-Realize Automation. Uh, my name is Jimmy Chunga. So excited to be back with you again. And thank you for taking the time to check out uh, what we're doing here. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Chris McClanahan, who, as I understand it, has been promoted. You've been promoted, man. It was. I, let, me, <laughs> let me first say, before we jump into this, I have to say congratulations, first of all. That's fantastic. Yeah, Hey, you know, at, uh, you know, I appreciate it. And it's always nice to get promoted. Right. But uh, it, it's it's good. It's good. You know, I do the same. Thing. I just I just uh, I just like putting you I, I like putting you on the spot, man. That's, that's <laughs> so uh, hey, what's your what's your new title before we jump into the uh, to the uh, stuff here? What's your new title? Sure. Uh, I am now the director of automation, technical marketing in the cloud management business units. So that's a, that's a, that's a lot of titles, man. (laughs) Right. If I had to abbreviate, I always think I'm like, what would I be a D anyway, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you sound, you sound like a third world dictator with all those titles. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, jump into it. We're talking about pipelines today and pipelines in the tech space. I'll be honest with you, Chris pipelines in the tech space. They make me, uh, that term makes me a little nervous because it's such a broad term. Right. Yeah, it can it, it can mean a variety of different things. So when we're talking about automation and more specifically V realize automation, what exactly do pipelines mean? Can you can you can you take a minute and explain that for people who may not know? Yeah. So, you know, and, and I'm going to I'm going to kind of just boil it down to a couple of things. Pipelines are used in, in a lot of variety. And that's why you say mm-hmm. it can be a very wide spectrum term when people say pipelines, you yeah, know, and yeah. and you know, there's application pipelines that the DevOps side of the world have been using this for a long time. It's the CICD world, right? And and this is the mm-hmm. continuous delivery, continuous integration. Pipelines are what are used to continuously deliver and integrate uh, those applications. Uh, and especially in the, the microservice world, you know, you've got hundreds of microservices that make up large application and there's constant pipelines spinning up, you know, five or six of these microservices and upgrading them constantly, you know, through out the life cycle of that application. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in, in the vRealize automation world, and, and especially in vRealize automation cloud and in and, and, and our version eight, you know, we really changed this to be more DevOps focused, right? And so what mm-hmm. that means is everything's as code, which means obviously we need to have a pipelining capability to introduce that new infrastructure as code in a continuous delivery and integration uh, basis. So we always talk about, you know, uh, the, it, we have two different types of pipelines that are supported within the platform. One is your right. traditional application pipelines that have been going on forever, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, those are still there, still a capability. Um, but now we've also, you know, focused in a little bit on infrastructure pipelines. And those infrastructure pipelines are the vehicle that allow you to do more with the deployment. And what I mean by that is, you know, it used to be workflows that, hey, I deploy this machine, I change its name, I change its IP, and then I get this machine that's delivered into the environment, right? Um, now, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. need to do other stuff to it to make it a real viable thing in your enterprise, right? Okay, and so, so those is things. That, is that, okay, I, I hate to cut you off, but is that why they're so important? Yes, right? exactly, right? Okay. 
because yeah. just delivering that machine is, is is great and doing it quickly is awesome and making it self-service is great. But, you know, what about security scanning and what about, mm-hmm. you know, adding software on top of it or, mm-hmm. you know, any, any you know, post configurations and, and things like that that need to be tracked through a process or a pipeline mm-hmm. to deliver that entire request, whether that's multiple machines or networks and everything involved as a viable working thing within the enterprise and and pipelines, how we do that. Yeah. It's basically just the maturation of the, the delivery, right? I mean, that's really all you're talking about. There is the mature. It's just the maturity of the delivery. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I call it glorified, you know, workflow, right? It's right. Uh, yeah, but I, I, that works for me, sure. Yeah, yeah, and, and you just have a repeatable <laughs> process that just continues to churn and churn and churn, and you know, and the, and the pipelines what drives that process. All right, so talk to me about VMware Automation Code Stream. Now, how does that? Wh- where does that fit into this whole thing? Yeah, so the. Uh, CodeStream uh, is another service as a part of vRealize Automation, right? So we mm-hmm. have Cloud Assembly, Service Broker, Orchestrator, Salt Stack Config, which we've talked about, you know, and CodeStream. Right. And CodeStream is this pipelining service uh, that exists within the platform itself, right? And and again, it can do apps, uh, app application uh, pipelines, as well as infrastructure pipelines. But it's that top level orchestration that we just talked about that really ties all of those pieces together, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And so, yep. you know, that that's that's really the the purpose of what CodeStream uh, does within the within the platform. Um, and and again. And so just an example, internally, uh, our SaaS services, so vRealize Automation Cloud, uh, VROps Cloud, all of those uh, SaaS services that we offer, uh, mm-hmm. all of those actually run through CodeStream pipelines to be able to, to upgrade those as a part of our SaaS offering. So we use this internally um, and we run you know, 3,000 pipelines a week literally wow. uh, in, in our organization, right, through CodeStream. So it, it's huge, it's scalable, and, and you know, it, it really drives our SaaS business right now. All right, so, so in layman's terms, it's like the, uh, the Swiss Army knife or the R2-D2 of what we do, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, it that, is. That'd be a fair assumption, right? I, it is. I always tell people uh, that, you know, I, I have yet to find a use case I can't do in CodeStream. Uh, and wow, I always, okay. yeah, I always say challenge in, when I'm talking to customers or new customers to CodeStream, they're always like, well, can it do this? And I'm always like, yes. And they're yes. like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, well, there's five ways to do it in there, frankly, but you know, here's probably the most common way to do it, but it is a Swiss army knife. You can no. do just about anything in there. And that's including integrating with like things like Jenkins, right. Yeah. And, and other, other uh, CI tools and, and CD tools that are out there and mm-hmm. bringing those in. And a lot of customers use this as their top level pipeline that drives other pipelines. And we do that internally as well. We've got some Jenkins uh, jobs, right? And we'll call those Jenkins jobs as a part of a CodeStream pipeline that may launch off into a whole um, end-to-end testing suite, right? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, again, it's that top level, you know, driver uh, of delivery. uh, And that's really what it's, it's there for. And it does really cool analytics. So, you got a pipeline, it runs, you know, again, I'm going to give another internal example. I use CodeStream to deliver on-prem uh, demo environments for our field sales to use. And we rebuild this oh, wow. every night. And yeah, and it's driven through CodeStream pipelines. Um, and I get an analytics dashboard so I can always look at, hey, you know, stage 15 is failing on my um 
uh, continuously, is there something that I can do at stage 15 to make it a little bit more redundant to then obviously, you know, drive my throughput of updates and, and rebuilds and things like that through the pipeline. So you get a lot of great information through CodeStream. And yeah. again, you know, really organizing your automation uh, delivery. Okay. So I like to use simple terms for, for people who may be new to our product or new to what's happening. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I said Swiss Army Knife. Uh, but there, I, there was a lot of stuff there justifiably so because i i said swiss army knife and you went through a whole bunch of stuff my next question though is how difficult is it because when i say swiss army knife i'm kind of implying look it's it's kind of a fix-all but it's also simple right so so how difficult is it to build and integrate and deliver that code uh with code stream it's actually really easy and you know i'm going to plug a couple of videos that that go along with this uh podcast that you'll see from from sam and uh, Mandy, uh, that are that really show the the, the simplicity of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's very easy. There's a UI, right? And you create, um, you know, your pipelines within that. It's really drag and drop. And and again, with anything, you can be very simple, or mm-hmm. you can make it very complex. You can have pipelines that branch off and call other pipelines, and mm-hmm. you can have conditionals. You know, it only runs if this thing happens, and and you know, yeah. you can do just about anything. But it's very drag and drop, right? Drag mm-hmm. the, you know, your, your, your tasks on to, you can create different stages mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, make decisions and that, and, you know, you really build the framework of it. And then if you need to bust out and, and, and do some sort of custom script, that's fine. Uh, there's you a, can do that a, a, a yeah, absolutely. Right. And so that's yeah. where the yeah. Swiss army knife piece comes in, right? Yes. You can pull in cloud templates or you can pull in a Jenkins job and, and have that a part mm-hmm. of it. But there's always that, oh, I got to do this thing that's very custom to my organization or something like that. Or I've got this third-party system that we wrote internally. How do I interact with that? Well, you just write a custom script and there's a custom integration engine inside there that'll run that. Uh, it can be Python, Node.js or Bash or okay. PowerShell. You know, so you've got a plethora of languages that are supported. And then at that point in time, you can really write any kind of customization that you want uh, to, to satisfy the requirement. Well, very cool. So by the way, those videos that you're talking about with Mandy Botsko Wilson, who's great. And then you also have Sam McGowan. He's very British and he's very, very smart. And, uh, and he's hosting the other video. So I highly recommend everybody go check them out. Uh, those videos are called feature focus and you can access them. If you go to the V realize products page, just, uh, I'll put a, a link in the show notes here, but go to the V realize products page. There's several videos there, uh, moving right along here. Let's, uh, let's kind of merge everything together, Chris, if we can. So give me an overview if you would, about making up a pipeline within CodeStream. And we'll take mm-hmm. the, you know, a, a couple of the questions we've already asked so far. So how does that happen? Give me an overview. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. You go in and, and basically uh, you're gonna, you can start with one of our smart templates, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That are there and you know, that'll say, hey, are you gonna use Jenkins? Are you gonna use a cloud templates? Are you gonna use XYZ? And it'll kind of formulate it for you. Would um, SaltStack apply? Would SaltStack config apply abs- here? Absolutely. SaltStack is absolutely a piece of this, right? The configuration mm-hmm. management is such an important part of, of automation. Mm-hmm. Um, SaltStack config is absolutely uh, a task available with inside of CodeStream, right? And so, okay. um, and, and we're actually as our, you know, partnership, I guess, merger, you know, how our integration, sure. uh, you know, how, how, and now that you guys are part of the family uh, or SaltStack's part of the family, we are, um, 
you know, integrating that on a regular basis more and more. And you're going to see that coming into code stream as well. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, the, the people that start with this, they might use a smart template once or twice. Um, after that, mm-hmm. they're going to start with like a blank canvas, right? It's all, you know, cause okay. they got an idea in their head and, and the way I do it, I always draw it out on paper and then I go, okay, let's put it into there. But then you, you create, uh, stages and tasks, right? Mm-hmm. Stages are a grouping of tasks, Right. And then you can go between stages and you can have decision points and user operations if you need to bust out for some some sort of manual approval or something like that. Oh, I see. You know, you you can do that at any point in time, um, but you basically have your stages, you have tasks within a stage and you can have as many stages as you need to satisfy, you know, the the full scheme of the automation. Right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. There's also built-in uh, variables and secrets. So, you know, obviously you don't want to give everybody keys to the kingdom. So the administrator of the platform can create uh, secrets that are used and can be used by pipeline developers. So now my, you know, vCenter passwords or my my secret keys for AWS or Azure or things like that for public clouds, I can, you know, create secret variables for those and then allow my pipeline developers to use those variables without having to give them the actual passwords and things like that. So a lot of RBAC capability there, keeping, you know, roles and responsibilities in line and governance. Um, And then again, making it very simple to hand this over to an advanced uh, development team and let them have and build their own pipelines Mm -hmm. um, and, and use those for their continuous delivery. Okay. Well, yeah, I, that was actually my next question, uh, where everything's built. It, it feels like it's built very linear, but that mm-hmm. allows you, it's almost like a, a river around a rock, right? If there's a place where you don't want people to go, or you want to keep things uh, hands off, then what you, you can just lock that down and everything just goes around it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of control there. You can have people that just can see pipelines for auditing purposes. Right. Uh, You can have people that can just execute pipelines for, you know, operational perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then you can have a developer role that can develop pipelines. And then you've kind of got your your root access that can do anything and set things up and set up secrets and all that stuff. So you've got uh, several different roles with inside the platform that Mm -hmm. allows you to really create good roles and responsibilities for your operating model. Very cool. Okay. So now the, maybe it's the million dollar question. Maybe it's a loaded question. I don't really know. Uh, I'm just kind of curious as to uh, who in the organization is this for? Like who, who within a, you know, within, within an operation, who specifically benefits the most from this? Yeah. So, you know, I, if, if you would have asked me this question, you know, five years ago, I would have been like, oh, mm-hmm. it's the app dev teams, right? They're the ones that are going continuous delivery, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But really, yes, the app, t- the app dev teams can utilize CoStream and they can do continuous integration and delivery pipelines with their microservice applications or, or regular applications for that matter. Right. Um, but the infrastructure team now can really benefit from the use of CodeStream for those infrastructure pipelines, driving their infrastructure as code delivery, driving that you know security scans with SecOps for the matter for vulnerability and compliance, right? And right, really right. have a full pipeline delivery of uh, that infrastructure through CodeStream. So your app dev team, Teams, absolutely. They can use this. The infrastructure teams absolutely can use this. And, and this is 
going to be the thing that will power uh, that that evolution uh, and that modernization of your automation delivery model. Uh, we also have other places that you can go. There's other resources that you can check out. Where else can someone go if they want to really dig in on uh, on on learning CodeStream? Where would they go? Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, we have a GitHub page uh, up that's called learncodestream.github.io. Well, there you uh, go. And maybe we can pop that into uh, uh, the, the chat or, or the comments down there. Sure. Um, and that's a great, great place. If you've never seen CodeStream before, go there. Uh, it looks somewhat like the UI um, and it's from a menu perspective and things like that. But for every, you know, if, if you on, if you click on the pipeline section, it's going to show you an example of a pipeline uh, and then, you know, sh- the visually and like what it's there, what it's, you know, the stages, the tasks and all that good stuff. So go to that page, uh, check it out again, learncodestream.github.io uh, and, and you'll get a good, uh, good basis of information of, of what CodeStream is about and how it works. All right. Well, fantastic. Chris McClanahan, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to chat with us again. A font of information as always. Uh, and congratulations on the promotion, man. That's, hey, that's I appreciate fantastic. it. Uh, we'll Thanks, see you Sandra. on the next one. I'm, I'm going to make I'm going to make you come back. So just plan on it because uh, yeah, I, think, uh, I think everybody loves it so much. So uh, so thanks again, Chris. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about what vRealize Automation can do for you, visit the vRealize product website by hitting the link in the description box. 